Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin Sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin Speed Ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin Sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin Sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin Sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin Sheets are used by players like you. The Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada race book mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the race book right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IP. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Have you heard the news? You can get free Formulator Pass performances with DRF Bets. Sign up to get the best bonus in racing with a $250 deposit match and a $10 free bet, plus free Formulator Pass performances. Enjoy all the perks of using Formulator with projected odds, trainer patterns, race and horse notes, replays, and more. Never pay for past performances again. Just use the promo code WINNING when you register at drf.com bet. That's winning at drf.com bet. It's post time for Thoroughbred Los Angeles, the most informative and profitable hour of horse racing found anywhere. Thoroughbred Los Angeles is brought to you by Santa Anita, home of the 2023 Breeders' Cup World Thoroughbred Championships. By Daily Racing Form, exclusive past performance content provider for Thoroughbred Los Angeles. By Legacy Ranch, home of top California stallions Mr. Big, Clubhouse Ride, and Straight Fire. Get started right at Legacy Ranch. By Horsebills.com. Enjoy billing made easy with Horsebills.com. By Semis Original. Great food and a great satellite wagering experience await you in Orange County, where the 5 and 4 or 5 freeways collide at Semis Original. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. It pays to own a cowbred. By the Ragazin Sheets. The most effective handicapping tool available. Get the sheets. By the Los Alamitos Night Quarter Horse Racing. Sometimes your best day of racing is at night. By Bruce Finkelstein's BreadOnBruce.com. Selections from Northern and Southern California each racing day. By the Derby Room at Fairplex Park in Pomona. The Inland Empire's newest and best satellite wagering facility. And by the South Point Casino in Las Vegas, where the action never stops. And now, here are your hosts, John Lindo and Bob Ike. 
And welcome to Thoroughbred Los Angeles, a Saturday edition, a big cap edition. It's a huge day of racing at Santa Anita and from around the country. 12 p.m. noon kickoff today at Santa Anita for the 12 race card that ends with the big cap. Always a, a huge day out at Santa Anita. Also on that card, the Kilroe Mile goes as the 11th race, and prior to that, the San Felipe for three-year-olds. That's in the sixth race. At Gulfstream today, they're already underway. Uh, the third race just went, and they've got a 14-race card, including the Fountain of Youth for three-year-olds, nine stakes races. Aqueduct today has the Gotham. It's an absolutely huge day of racing to talk about all that and more. Let's bring in my co-host, John Lindo, who's at the KLAA studios this morning good morning john good morning how you doing bob sound great uh, it sounds like you're in studio john i am and i'm fired up ready to get up to santa anita and uh, you know we're going from dawn to the middle of the night here with racing between uh, gulfstream starting at eight hour time and los alamitos ending up tonight so uh, a lot in between major three-year-old derby preps but my favorite race that that i ever that i enjoyed growing up was the santa anita handicap so getting a chance to watch the big cap again always special for me and that is the uh, the 12th and final on the card. It'll go about 5.30. Let's talk about the big cap. There's one scratch, number nine, Scarlet Fusion is out, but still a good 10-race field. John, I think it's very evenly balanced. The 7-2 morning line favorite is defunded, coming off that good second down at Gulfstream. But there are uh, plenty of options if you don't like to fund it. A lot of different ways to go in the big cap, John. Yeah, you know, with races like uh, the Saudi Cup and the Pegasus World Cup and, and even the Dubai World Cup, it's taken a lot of the absolute top of the division out of the Santa Anita handicap. But the one thing it does, uh, it's an evenly matched field. Like I say, a field of 10 in here. And uh, Defunded will probably go favored for, for trainer Bob Baffert. He's a morning line 7-2 uh, favorite. Uh, he's got speed. And uh, he comes off a good second in the Pegasus World Cup. And you got to think that his stablemate, Hopper, who also has speed, I, I don't think they're going to get hooked up in a pace duel. It, it wouldn't make any sense. So it'll depend if one of the others, like Stiletto Boy, can keep them honest on the front end. Either way, uh, the factor that we have to deal with going into this race, Bob, is that, you know, before yesterday, the prior eight days, Horses were not allowed to work out at Santa Anita. It was just joggers or gallopers because of the weather. So going a mile and a quarter without being able to get your final prep work in is going to be tough for some of these horses. And because of that, I'm going to look to one of the horses shipping into town, and that's number six, Warrant, for trainer Brad Cox. This is a horse that was beaten ahead in this race last year. Came off a layoff and had a perfect prep down at Fairgrounds, winning an allowance race easily. That was on uh, January the 26th. You see a steady work pattern through February down at the fairgrounds. Shipped in this week, so he avoided some of the weather problems that we've had out here. And I just think he falls into a good trip at Flavian Pratt. I'm going to look at the uh, the whole idea that I know he's ready to go the mile and a quarter. You know, you wonder if some of these horses that, that have been stable here might empty out a little bit at the eighth pole today. And Warrant, same pattern as last year, shipped in from fairgrounds. And, boy, he ran huge, John, in that race last year. Battled it out with express train all the way down the lane, and they were nine lengths clear, a, a really good effort. So you know Warrant likes this racetrack. So uh, lots to look forward to in the big cap. John, Hall of Fame uh, finalists were announced this week. And, man, what a talented class, not only on the uh, horse division but the human division. 
lot of different horses could uh, get in this year as well as connections so kind of take us through your thoughts on that john it's a really good group of finalists this year and the, the nice thing about this bob is that there aren't any limits on the amount of horses or people that can be inducted they just have to have a majority vote of the voters uh, as far as the horses go you have first timers like arrogate California Chrome, Lady Eli, and Songbird. They join horses already on the list. Blind Luck, Game on Dude, Harv de Grace, Kona Gold, who we've talked about many, many times about being overdue, and Rags to Riches. From the people standpoint, John Sadler makes the list for the first time as a Hall of Fame candidate with Karen McLaughlin. John Sheriffs is on that list with Doug O'Neill. And you have Christophe Clement and Graham Motion. Only one jockey on the list this year, and he ought to get some attention. Hopefully, Corey Nakatani's on that list. So it's a really good group top to bottom. I would be surprised if there are not multiple horses and people elected into the Hall this year. Yeah, so would I. And uh, Nakatani, if I'm not, if memory serves right, he may have been the only jockey on the list last year. So um, he should get a lot of attention. I think he's well overdue. Uh, glad to see John Sadler on there. We were talking about him even prior to Flightline. So uh, that, to me, kind of cements him as a Hall of Fame trainer. But you're right, John. I think a lot of horses and humans could go in this year. A very, very strong class. Let's talk about the George Wolf Award for just a second. Uh, awarded by his peers. It's a vote among jockeys, uh, and it goes to a real class act in Javier Castellano. Uh, this is a very prestigious award for the jockeys. Many of them talk about uh, you know, how meaningful it is because it is a vote of the peers. So Santa Anita always does a nice ceremony, and we'll look for Javier Castellano to come out at some point during the meet to receive his George Wolf Award. And the important thing about this reward is not only career achievements, but it's personal character. And so for your, the guys that you're riding and competing with every day, saying, hey, this guy's okay, uh, that really does say something. So congratulations to Javier Castellano. John, uh, we have to mention a longtime trainer on this circuit and a great friend of yours. You've had horses with Bill Spar for decades and a friendship with Bill Spar. Uh, that even goes way beyond the ownership. So I'll let you talk about Bill. Uh, he's calling it quits as a trainer, 83 years old, I believe, but what a fabulous career he's had. Never had a lot of horses or a big barn, uh, but, John, uh, I'll just say from my point of view, I always thought he was one of the best horsemen in Southern California, and uh, I tweeted this earlier. Spar claim, freshen for two months, double jump. Uh, that was money in the bank. <laughs> Go to the and bank. Paid a, paid a lot of bills for me, uh, John Lendo. Talk about Bill Spar. Uh, Bill's a friend of mine, uh, just one of the best horsemen I've ever seen. He, he decided to disband the barn this week. Uh, he's not retiring. He, he quit training. Uh, again, so many regulations and protocols going on now. And, and Bill's a guy that if he can't do the best thing that he thinks he can do for the horse, then he didn't want to, want to be part of that. So, uh, Bill decided to call it quits. You watch this guy, like you say, there's a lot of trainers out there that get, 20 or 30, you know, very expensive yearlings, horses bred to be any kind of horse that developed them. Uh, Bill didn't have a whole lot of those kind of owners. He had guys like me who we had to patch things together to claim some cheap horses. 
but uh, time and again he produced. I mean, he he claimed horses like Sensational Star for thirty-two thousand, made over four hundred thousand. He claimed Exchange for fifty. She ended up being a multiple Grade One winner, earned one point two million dollars. My Sunny Boy, he claimed at Del Mar one summer for sixty-two thousand five hundred. They ended up winning the uh, very first Cal Cup Classic. He claimed that filly for me, uh, Sky Diamonds, a few years ago. She came back to win the uh, several graded stakes races and got a chance to run in the Breeders' Cup, which was a thrill for me down at Del Mar. And, uh, you know, one after the other, uh, just turning horses and, and maximizing, even the cheaper horses, I really think he maximized what you could get out of each and every horse. That's a pretty good resume. He's uh, an honest guy. He'll tell you what he thinks. A terrific horseman. And, uh, you know, if there aren't room for guys like this in the business, Bob, then, then something's wrong. Yeah, no, I always like Bill. And, and you stress, John, uh, he is not retiring. He'll still be around helping uh, sort of as a consultant at sales and claims for his clients. Uh, he wants something to do. Uh, he quit training horses because, as you said, he can't do the job the way he wants to do it with all the regulations and the vet protocols. And, John, I think it also speaks to a situation today in the big cap where trainer Joe Sharp shipped in Scarlet Fusion, uh, a horse that, it is new to this circuit, new to our vets, and was scratched yesterday because the California vets, the state vets, did not like the way the horse was moving. Uh, the trainer thought he was fine. The exercise rider thought he was fine. And Joe Sharp's personal vet thought he was fine. So, John, I think we're really on a dangerous path here. Safety, of course, number one. But the overregulation, I think it's a slippery slope, and I think we're getting dangerously close to the edge. Uh, look at yesterday's card, John. 49 horses ran on a nine-race card, and there were 11 program scratches. And uh, I don't know about you, but I don't see Joe Sharp shipping into California anytime soon. No, I doubt it. I mean, what's he going to tell everybody when he goes back to his home base back in the Midwest? Uh, you know, Scarlett, and I'll, I'll tell you this, Bob, the horsemen back east know if they're going to bring a horse to race in California, they're not going to bring anything that has anything close to a pimple on them coming out here. They know what the standards are out here, and that's and that's fine. The standards are high. The, the, the protocols are there for a reason, and I understand that and it makes sense. But, uh, you know... You, Joe Sharp is the guy that gets on his own horses. He gets on Scarlet Fusion. He said he's, felt, he's been feeling great. Uh, he, he, he wasn't jogging satisfactorily to the, uh, the vets that were out here. I don't know if they've ever seen this horse before. I don't know if they know how he goes. You know, Bob, uh, I can play tennis this morning. My elbow might be a little sore this afternoon, but I can probably play tomorrow again. Uh, if you ever watch Magic Johnson walk off the court after a game, he looked like he wouldn't be able to, to, to play for two weeks, and there he is the next night out there playing. Uh, you know, everybody's different. Every individual's different. Uh, I, I understand what the standards have to be, but, you know, You've, if you've got guys around them, maybe you, you have to work with them and get some information and try and, and, and work together to get the best and safest possible results on a regular basis. Well, let's do some handicapping, John. The Coast to Coast is back. Uh, that's the five races between Gulfstream and Santa Anita. Starts with Gulfstream Park Race 12 at 1.37 p.m. Mandatory pick six payout today at Santa Anita. That pool should exceed 
$3 million. And, John, let's also mention races one and three at Santa Anita. The distance has been changed. Those are now five and a half furlongs on turf because the back end of that chute, that turf chute, did not dry out as well as the rest of the course. So make note, races one and three are five and a half furlongs on the turf. And uh, we, we need to get a radio play from you brought to uh, us by the South Point. We always say Mary Jungers, but it, she's she's no longer the race book manager. It's Steve Johnson, and uh, you're going to want to give him a call at 866-780-7223. Ask for the Thoroughbred LA Horse Players rate. John, your Lindo report there every racing day. You did Santa Anita and Gulfstream today, so where do you want to go for your radio pick? I'll go right to the opener at Santa Anita with that 12 noon first post time. I think the cutting back to five and a half furlongs in this race is really going to help number five conclude. This horse ran huge first time out, got run down the last 50 yards by by Hawker, who is in a stakes race this weekend at Santa Anita. Cutting back, he's got good tactical speed. Some of the main contenders come from off the pace, so the distance uh, cutback might hurt them a little bit. I think Flavian Pratt can sit right on top of the lead, uh, try and open up Turner for home, and that may be that. Five to two on the morning line. How about a single to start off the first pick five? Number five, conclude race one, Santa Anita. And, Bob, I want to get a a pick from you as well. You've been going good, so uh, give me something else I can play. I played races 6, 9, and 11 as my best plays today and $144 late pick five ticket. But I'm going to go earlier, John. Maybe we can make it two singles in that early pick five. I'm going to the other five-and-a-half furlong turf race. That's the third race where I like number four, King Apollo. This horse had a tough trip coming back, did not break well, had traffic trouble. I thought finished a, a good second behind Forgiving Spirit who came back out of there to win again. So uh, I like I think the distance will be okay at five and a half. This horse a little bit off the pace but hopefully can be tactical under uh, Johnny V. So let's make uh, the third race today number four, King Apollo at three to one morning line as my race radio play let's take our first time out Uh, a lot of show today john we'll talk with all of our handicappers in the next segment it's bruce finkelstein and scott shapiro you're listening to a big cap edition of thoroughbred los angeles right here on am 830 klaa home of angels baseball Radio. AM 830. Racing fans, make plans to join us for one of the biggest days of the year, Santa Anita Handicap Day, this Saturday. It's an experience you'll never forget, as we'll not only have the 86th running of the Big Cap, presented by Yamaha Resort and Casino at a mile and a quarter, we'll have three other graded stakes, including one of America's most important derby preps, the $400,000 San Felipe, the Grade 1 Frankie Kilro Mile, and the Grade 2 Buena Vista. That's all on Saturday, and we'll also have a mandatory payout with an expected total pool of $3 million in our 20-cent Rainbow Pick 6 jackpot. Come early. First post time for a 12-race card on Big Cap Day is at 12 noon. Also on Big Cap Day, XB Rewards members will receive a free Santa Anita hat courtesy of Yamava Resort and Casino, and we'll also have a craft beer festival, frontrunner buffet, chandelier room party, and our infield family fun zone. Just east of Pasadena in Arcadia, Santa Anita. It's the great race place.
Developed by Horsemen, Horsebills.com is a cost-effective, time-saving, environment-friendly, paperless revolution of how equine industries bill and receive payments. Vendors are able to generate electronic invoices for each horse, whose owners can pay through the same website with just one click. Say goodbye to tax of invoices, handwritten checks, and postage costs. Easy accounting for all parties with the highest online security measures. Get started free at Horsebills.com. Simply register with your name and email address. Free to sign up. No subscription fees to vendors until the first invoice is sent. For owners, you get a free account, comprehensive dashboard with information on all horses owned and billing records, ACH and credit card payment options. For vendors, generate invoices efficiently and receive payments quickly from both owners and other vendors. Syndicate and partnership managers get flexible billing and payment options to both vendors and syndicate members. For more info, call 888-938-4643, 888-938-4643, or log on to horsebills.com. That's horsebills.com. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to thederbyroom.com, thederbyroom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. G'day, this is Michael Rona, and you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA. Welcome back to Thoroughbred Los Angeles, a big cap edition, Bob Ike and John Lindo. And uh, John, before we bring in Bruce Finkelstein, let's talk about the Calbred of the Week, which is not going to be in a horse this week, but we do want to mention the CTBA Awards Dinner. Right. The CTBA Awards Dinner is Monday night. It's a furlong east of Santa Anita at the Le Meridian Hotel, right there where the old 101 used to be. And they will announce the Calbred of the Year for 2022. The finalists are Fun to Dream. Slow down, Andy, and the chosen Braun. And no matter who gets uh, the award, I think all of the connections of all three will tell you it pays to own a Calbred. Yeah, those are three nice horses, John, and uh, that'll be a fun dinner on Monday night. Let's bring in Bruce Finkelstein from betonbruce.com. Good morning, Bruce. Hello, Bruce. Do we, do we have okay, Bruce? We're not here. We're not hearing yeah, Bruce. I'm here. Okay, hey Bruce, how good morning. How are you? 
John Lindo, I'm not hearing him. How about you? I'm not hearing anything there. I, that's kind of strange. Well, well, we'll try and reconnect in the studio here with Bruce. In the oh. meantime, Bob, let me tell you a little update on Legacy Ranch. Uh, okay. uh, one of the uh, the horses by their stallion, Straightfire, who stands here at Legacy Ranch, Sassy Nature, went out to Gulfstream Park on Wednesday, beat Open Allowance Company on the turf down there. So congratulations to uh, the folks at Legacy Ranch and their their stallion, Straightfire. And also tomorrow, Brickyard Ride makes his return in the Grade 3 San Simeon Stakes down the hill. He's by Clubhouse Ride, who also stands at Legacy Ranch. And I got a text from Pete Perella yesterday. He wants to meet me out at the Derby Room tomorrow. So uh, we'll play the races together out at the Derby Room tomorrow. A uh, good friend of the show and of ours for a long time, Pete and Ev Perella. Do we have Bruce now? We don't, but I tell you what, I think they've got Scott Shapiro. Why don't we bring Scott in? Okay, let's bring in the shopper uh, hey, stepping doing, up to the plate. Good. How are you doing, Scott? Hello? We got can you. you. Hear can, us? can you hear us? I can hear you, John. How okay. you doing? Sounds good. Uh, I don't know if you're not patching through to Bob, but uh, we've got you. And uh, I'll go, Bob, I'll go ahead and uh, talk to Shap for a sec here. First of all, uh, you, you, you work with Churchill Downs, and the condition book for Churchill Downs came out this week, Scott. And I saw the purses for the maiden special waste and the allowance races. You guys are talking about some serious money in the spring. No doubt about it. The purses continue to grow here thanks to uh, the, the Derby City Gaming uh, purses that we uh, that are attached to our purses here. 50 stakes races, over $20 million at the spring meet. Obviously, a lot of those top stakes races will be during Derby Week. And you mentioned it, John, $120,000 maiden special weight event. $127,000 allowance event. So a great place to uh, own and train horses. Obviously, the fields were continue to get tougher and are more full and a lot of talent within them. But uh, it, it pays to hit the wire first at Churchill Downs. Well, you also look at the three-year-olds. So I wanted to have you take a, a preview of the San Felipe today at Santa Anita. There was a late scratch in that race. Uh, it was announced this morning by Dave Grenig at Daily Racing Forum. National Treasure will not go. He was the morning line favorite. So that'll change the race a little bit. Yeah, definitely will. Uh, tender inside quarter is the news for Tom Ryan uh, from Dave Grenig with National Treasure, who was my pick uh, going into today. I thought it was kind of a now or never situation, but I think this is a day and a race where we're going to get some uh, information. I, I don't think we've learned a whole lot so far in the, in the 50 points of the winter races, but uh, there's a lot of horses in here, a lot trained by Tim Yachtin, and some ones that have run fast. You've got Hijazi, the New York bred, who will stretch back out the two turns. You've got Practical Move, who hasn't been seen since a fast effort, winning uh, in upset fashion in the Los Al Futurity. You've got a couple of other uh, yacht team runners that have moved from the Bafford Barn at Fort Bragg and Mr. Fifth. You've got Go Rocket Ride, who's likely to be loose on the or maybe not loose on the lead, but likely to be on the lead, stretching out the two turns after a uh, upset big win front-running fashion for Richard Mandela. And then you have late-running Skinner, who uh, got LASIK last time, which he won't get today, but, boy, did he finish well breaking his maiden for trainer John Sheriff. So I think there's going to be a lively pace. I've got to uh, adapt my, my selections here with the scratch of National Treasure. But Hijazi is a likely favorite and, and uh, should get a little bit of answers instead of questions for the Derby horses out there. Well, the other thing I wanted to cover with you, uh, we want to get a, a pick from you at Turfway Park. And I, I suggest, how about the Pataglia tonight? Because uh, the cancellation at Turfway last night, there's a late pick five carryover out there, so that ties all in. So give me somebody of Battaglia we can use in the pick five tonight at Turfway. Yeah, sounds good, John. The Battaglia, 20 points to the winner, not 50 like the San Felipe. 
and the Fountain of Youth. And you said it, almost $100,000 late pick five carryover over the last five races at Kirkway, and it does include the John Battaglia Memorial. I'm going to give you number four, Scooby Quando, six to one on the line. This horse broke his maiden against uh, Faith Company on January 7th. I thought it was a little misleading. It wasn't an overwhelming field that day, but I was really impressed with his second start on February 11th, first try at two turns, where he was caught wide throughout that day at nearly six to one and really fought onto the wire to finish second, holding off Miranda Rice, who's in here. The winner that day was Wadsworth, who was really taken to the all-weather surface and being doubted for Brad Cotson as a likely favorite in the Jeff Ruby, the signature of Anna Kirkwood later on this month. So I'm going to go with number four, Scooby Quando. Second start, two turns. Third start in the career for trainer Ben Cobra. He's the four horse, and he's six to one. All right, that's number four, Scooby Quando. Race eight at uh, Turfway Park tonight. That goes about 6.25 our time for uh, Scott. Scott, we'll let you get going. Enjoy all the racing today, and uh, we'll tell our bad beat stories next week. <laughs> Happy Big Cat Day to you, John. Have a great day, buddy. All right, I'm uh, back, John. Let's see if Bruce can hear me. Bruce, do you hear me? Uh, loud and clear, Bob. John, how's it going? All guys? right. We are back on track. Great, Bruce. Uh, BetOnBruce.com. And first of all, we want to preview the Kilrow Mile uh, with you, Bruce. Uh, race 11, 400,000, and the favorite, deservedly so, Hong Kong Harry. For sure. I mean, he's done nothing wrong. And what is he? Uh, he's got five wins and six starts since coming to uh, North America. He, he's a neat horse, little horse that has a big kick. I think this race, though, is really dependent upon, even for Hong Kong areas, how does it lay out early? Last time out on the radio, um, I think we previewed the Thunder Road, and I gave out Air Force Red. Juan Hernandez has done a great job. I think he was surprised last time out. He broke well. I think he was maybe overconfident. He broke well and didn't send the horse along. It was a Keeneland shipper in that race um, by the name of um, Dark Ship with Frankie DeTori aboard. Guys, I think he got surprised uh, by another horse going out. He came from kind of his blind side from the right side, shot out to the lead. So instead of making the easy lead, Air Force Red, he took kind of a little more of a conservative approach, laid second. I think he's one-dimensional. He's a front runner. He gave a good account of himself. He hung in there, took on the speed horse, tried to fight off the closers, didn't quite uh, hold against Earl's Rock, but... I think maybe that uh, Juan Hernandez maybe learned a lesson from that one to just send him this time out. This is a horse that won down the hill on the front end. He, I think, is intrinsically a faster horse early than these. He drops a couple of pounds today. I think he gets free running. I don't think you're going to see Hernandez make the same mistake twice here. Uh, I think he's the horse to beat. Master of Foxhounds ran very well without the lead going long. I expect him to hang around. And, of course, you cannot leave out Hong Kong, Harry. What a great um, hard-knocking horse he is. But he's a little on the pace-dependent side, and I just wonder if this race doesn't quite set up for him. So uh, I would lay this race out for Air Force Red, three Master of Fox Sounds, and six Hong Kong Harry. Bruce, uh, we need two picks from you, and we got two minutes to do it. So let's head north first. Okay, well, let's just be brief here. I gave in the ninth race the two smile and profile. I know John and I talked about this race. This horse got cut off in mid-stretch after having a troubled debut. Uh, he could have won his last race, but he's been trouble-prone. He faces a weak field. Ninth race, let's take a shot and single the two, smile and profile. 
And let's come south for a pick. Santa Anita, seventh race. I really like the seven, Dean Martini, who came off of four consecutive graded stakes. Finally, they dropped him in an allowance race, and he almost got there. He was a close second under similar conditions. He's got front-running Maldonado aboard. This horse is going to be on or near the lead today. I think this is a horse that maybe found his proper level. Seventh race, the seven, Dean Martini, six to one, morning line. And tell us what we can get on betonbruce.com on this very full day of racing. Yeah, what a great card at both Santa Anita and at Gulfstream Park. So on the full card, all the races at Santa Anita, we did 10 big races, the last 10 at Gulfstream Park. On the full card, you also have um, audio analysis that goes along with that. Also, best bets at both Southern and Northern California. Check it out at betonbruce.com. Great job as always, Bruce. Good luck today. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great day, guys. All right, that was Bruce Finkelstein. Let's take our next time out. When we come back, John Hardoon from the Rags and Sheets and Toby Callett from tobycallett.com. All of our handicappers available at todaysracingdigest.com. Stay tuned for the next segment. You're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA, home of Angels Baseball. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cowbred. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cowbreds. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cowbred. Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin Sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin Sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin Sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin Sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin Sheets are used by players like you. The Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Sammy's Original invites horse players to help celebrate their 10-year anniversary. 
The satellite wagering section at Sammy's offers a special menu featuring prices rolled back to 2013. And here's a Sammy's exclusive. Purchase the only winning ticket in the Santa Anita Rainbow Six at Sammy's, cash it at Sammy's, and receive a $25,000 bonus from your friends at Sammy's Original. Great food at discounted prices and always player-friendly, Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. Post each day is 10 a.m. 120 high-definition TVs, great food and drink, and the best live racing from around the country is the ultimate trifecta. Get lucky at Sammy's Original, 23221 Lake Center Drive in Lake Forest, and online at sammysoriginal.com. The best of quarter horse racing is always at Los Alamitos with a big weekend of racing action. First on Saturday night, it's the trials to the grade one Los Alamitos Oaks, plus the running of the Denim and Diamond Stakes. And on Sunday night, the top Colts and Gelding will race in the El Primero Derby Trials, plus the Los Alamitos Maiden Stakes. The Denim and Diamonds continues the tradition of top races in the Distaff Division at Los Alamitos. Coalition will head the field, looking for her second stakes win of the meet. Plus, Ed Burgart will be on the microphone calling the racing action. And don't miss Night Racing's best bets at Los Alamitos with the early and late pick fours and our $10,000 pick six promo this Sunday night. Our most recent total pick six pool was over 83000 And on this big day of racing, enjoy all simulcast action at Los Alamitos featuring Santa Anita, Golden Gate, Aqueduct, and more. It's Quarter Horse Racing's best all weekend at Los Alamitos Racecourse. Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back to Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Bob Ike and John Lindo. And you heard our commercial from Sammy's. And uh, John, tell us about the rollback on the prices. And uh, there's also a pretty good Rainbow Six bonus if you can cash and uh, hit it and cash it down at Sammy's. Right. There's a mandatory payout in the Rainbow Six today, but on any racing day that they have at Santa Anita, if you're going to play the Rainbow Six, you ought to consider playing it at Sammy's. If you bet the t- the ticket at Sammy's, cash it at, t- at Sammy's, and you're the only uh, winning ticket, a single ticket winner, not only will you win the jackpot provided by Santa Anita, Sammy's going to kick in an extra uh, $25,000 for you. So a little tip money from Sammy's if you can hit that pick six there. Also, if you know the food there is fantastic. Bob, you and I have eaten there many times. You go into the, uh, the satellite wagering section of the restaurant. They've got a rolled back price menu, 2013 prices in 2023. That's a good thing. A lot of reasons to get down there. It's 23 minutes to post for opening the doors at Sammy's. And, John, let's mention uh, Santa Anita adding a day of racing coming Thursday, March 9th, uh, one of the makeup days for the days that were canceled. So uh, make a note, Thursday, March 9th has been added as a race day. It'll be a four-day race week next week. So uh, let's now bring in John Hardoon. Good morning, John. Good morning, guys. How are you? We're doing great. First of all, uh, what are the conditions today at Aqueduct? Well, it rained all night in New York, so the track is sloppy. It's starting to clear up, but uh, the track's going to be off all day. Now, I looked at the uh, Gotham when it was drawn, and I had to shake my head for a minute. Fourteen horses plus one also. Uh, what what happened there? <laughs> We're used to seeing five- and six-horse stakes races uh, throughout most uh, of the country. Yeah, complete choppy, to be honest with you, uh, Bob. Uh, there was a late scratch at the 8th Fort Warren, so the 15 will draw in, still a field of 14. And 
you can make a case for a lot of horses. These are young, lightly raced horses. They're going to most of them be running on a wet track for the first time. Lugan Knight, uh, the horse that's actually owned by BG Stables from out west, trained by Mike McCarthy. I give him a slight edge, but again, it's a tough race. A lot of ways you can go. Uh, I'm obviously rooting for Slip Mahoney. It's uh, one of the horses my son purchased for Brad Cox, so he has a shot. Again, wide open race and, and a lot of ways to go, but I give a, light, a slight edge to Lugan Knight, who's 6-1 to one on the morning line, number 10. Great betting race. Uh, John Lindo, uh, a name from the past has resurfaced, uh, and I know you wanted to talk to John Hardoon about that. Yeah, John, uh, you know, my guy, Bill Sparr, quit the training game this week, but a guy is coming back in New York after 10 years. Richard Dutra, who's been serving a suspension, apparently is ready to be reinstated with a trainer's license in New York. Yeah, well, you're talking to the wrong person about him because, uh, in my opinion, that was one of the most or the most uh, – Terrible, terrible penalties they ever gave anyone in the game. Uh, Dutro has trained horses for my father in the past, so I know him and I know him well. Uh, believe me, there are a lot more. There are a lot of guys in this game that have done a lot worse things than than Dick Dutro has. And uh, hopefully, you know, he'll, he's back now. He had terrific owners before he left. Mike Dub, uh, JMS Stables from California, so he had a lot of support, and hopefully, he'll get some of those owners back 10 years is a long long time it's like what churchill did to baffert but on steroids so it, it was a bad thing and uh, no one deserves that penalty and certainly not for the crimes that they claim he did and john uh, you mentioned 10 years is a real long time but man it just seems like yesterday that this this uh, ban came down maybe it's because he fought it in court for a long time but it's just shocking that 10 years goes that fast uh we need to slow the clock down and let's start with uh let's slow the clock down but it, with fast horses uh a couple picks from you today tell us where you did your picks for the rags and sheets uh from johnhardoon.com and where you want to go for a couple radio plays well, we have Oakland, Aqueduct, Gulfstream, and San Anita. All four tracks are up. We're going to give you a race at Aqueduct and a race at Gulfstream. Let's do Aqueduct first and look at their tenth and final. I like the number eight horse in here, King James. This is a five-year-old gelding who was claimed two starts back by Chad Summers. He ran well in his first start for the Summers Barn. Madison Alvar board to ride. That's a young apprentice. He's listed at eight to one on the morning line. He loves moisture in the track. He's sitting on a big effort. Number eight, King James, upsets and wins today's tenth and final out at Aqueduct. And let's go to Gulfstream now. Let's look at the race number seven. And by the way, that this is just a terrific betting card at Gulfstream, as it is at Santa Anita. I mean, you know, racing fans are in for a treat today. You have full fields, coast to coast, plenty of betting opportunities. And in the seventh race today at Gulfstream, I like a 15-to-1 shot. Number one, collaborate. A five-year-old who was claimed last time out by trainer Joseph D'Angelo. He freshened him up. He's listed at 15-to-1 on the morning line. There's a good outside box going seven, enough speed to set things up for this horse. I like number seven, collaborate, to upset and win today's seventh race at a Gulfstream Park. Tell us about the website, John. J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com, three best plays, $10, full car, $25. Today we have Gulfstream, Aqueduct, Santa Anita, and Oakland selections. Very good. A uh, lot to choose from today. Go get them, John. We'll uh, listen to you tomorrow with Mike, and we'll talk again next Saturday. Thanks, guys. Stay safe and be well.
All right, that was John Hardoon from the Rags and Sheets, and let's now bring in Toby Callett. Good morning, Toby. Hey, Bob. How are you? We're doing well. It was two weeks ago that you uh, regaled us with the cold trifecta that uh, you punched till your fingers bled. Uh, we, we like to call it hitting it like a woodpecker with uh, when you're up at the machine. Uh, uh, you, you slowed down last week, Toby. What happened? We didn't get that, that $451 straight try. You know, you've been in this game a long time yourself, and you know that every 25, 30 minutes you're reevaluated. At 11 at noon, you're a bum at 2, you escape at 4, and uh, you hope the door's still open at 6 when it's, when it's time to go home. So, you know, uh, if you're judging off of uh, the guy's last, uh, most recent performance, uh, you know, it's like handicapping. You know, if you're looking at just the last race on a horse, you're probably making a mistake. You've got to go a little deeper. So uh, here we are. It's a new week. Absolutely. Well, um, what a card you have down there. 14 races, nine stakes. I know you're a meat and potatoes guy, but i got to think there's plenty uh, of value for you today. First of all, what are the conditions like at Gulfstream? It's perfect. Uh, the most important thing is that there are only turf and dirt races today. 14 races, and uh, they're all natural surfaces. So uh, that's important. Uh, it is warm and it is humid. It's a summer-type day. It's 88 degrees. It's really sticky. Uh, the racetrack should retain plenty of moisture, and as a result, um, I think uh, I, I think that, that'll be good for all. I think you'll get a, a fair surface. Uh, it won't be too dry and cuppy, which it tends to be a lot of days. Uh, they seem to be uh, they have an aversion to, to watering the track as regularly as they used to. But today, uh, humidity should keep plenty of moisture in the surface. John Lindo, I know you wanted uh, to go to uh, talk to Toby about the uh, the the 14th and finale. Right. Uh, you know, a few hours from now, they'll still be going at Gulfstream Park. They started at 8 o'clock our time. And, Toby, the 14th and final is the Fountain of Youth. There was the late scratch of number one, uh, General Jim. So that leaves a field of nine. So there's still a good-sized field down there. And you've got the Eclipse Award two-year-old champion, Forte, coming back for Todd Pletcher. Uh, you know, do, do you try and beat him today? you try and fade him? Or you just surrender and single him and, and try and uh, get the rolling bets home? I would think that uh, knowing Pletcher and knowing that uh, you know the, the Florida uh, prep swing, be it here at Gulfstream or Tampa, uh, he likes to know right away what he's got. Uh, I sincerely doubt that Forte will be getting one, so to speak. And uh, if he runs anything close to, to what he ran at, at the end of, the, of, of his two-year-old season, remember, both of his races in Kentucky, yes, they were at Keeneland, so he might have been Keeneland partial, but they were both around two turns. And, of course, today is a two-turn event, and uh, he's hard to go past. There's one wild card in the race. It's a horse he's only raced once, and uh, Gustavo Delgado Delgado, uh, trains the seven mage, taking a a page out of the Todd Fletcher book here. Very impressive maiden winner. He is already Triple Crown nominated. Now let's throw him to the wolves and uh, see what happens. Um, He's an intriguing prospect. Everybody else, what you see is what you get. I'd be surprised if Blazing Sevens is, is up to his best today. The others, uh, the two Bill Mock trainees, Shadow Dragon and Rocket Can, they are who they are. So the only wild card, so to speak, would be the Seven Mage. Otherwise, I'll have to uh, go the original suggestion of Singling Forte in the Rolling Gimmicks. Yeah, that's the horse I was interested in asking about too, Toby Mage. It looks like uh, he's got the speed to clear this field and 
you know, obviously a huge step up, seven furlong maiden to the uh, Fountain of Youth going two turns, trying a lot of new things, meeting tougher, but, boy, visually he, he sure looked good, didn't he? He did look good, and I like the fact that they've reached out for Javier Castellano uh, to ride. I wouldn't be surprised uh, as, as sharp as, uh, as he is if he hasn't already gotten some clue of uh, what this horse can do, uh, you know, uh, the fact that they've reached out for him. Um, it's, it's a good idea that uh, you have a backup plan with him. Uh, I don't think he'll embarrass himself in here, uh, even if he isn't good enough to beat Forte. Well, let's go and get a radio pick, Toby. A lot to choose from today from uh, tobycallet.com, todaysracingdigest.com. Where would you like to go for your radio selection? Well, I heard you mention earlier about uh, the Coast to Coast Pick 5 and with all these other races and gimmicks that are going on today, we can't overlook what's turning out to be your favorite play, and that's the Coast to Coast. And we've done okay with getting you started. I'm going to take you to the 12th race today and Again, we're not going to reinvent the wheel, but I was really, really impressed with the three red carpet ready in the, in her return uh, in the forward gale. Dusty uh, Arnold, uh, George, that's George Arnold the second for those that don't know who Dusty is. Um, he's famous for giving horses races. Well, this silly, she only won by 10 in her debut at almost 37 to 1, so she surprised at least a few people. But you figure the first start here in the forward gale, you know, Rusty, give them one, might need a race. Forget about it. She blew them away. I think today she takes the next step forward. Luis Saez stays on board. Behind her, we're going to look at the five undervalued assets, the two infinite diamonds, and the seven links. That's three, five, two, seven. Hmm. Be like heaven to get off on the right foot in the coast to coast at five, race 12 at Gulfstream Park. We need that first leg, Toby. We got to get the first leg to keep to get it going. Dollar wager there on the coast to coast. Just real quick, Toby, wanted to ask you about one horse in that race. The training pattern, uh, kind of different. Leave no trace on the bottom. Who showed a lot of ability as a two-year-old running second in the juvenile filly. Uh, looked like she had some pretty easy works, and then was worked a mile last time in 147 and four breezing uh, for trainer Phil Serpe. What what do you make of this one? Well, you know, she looks like, you know, what she did last year is what she did last year. Her works on the 6th and the 13th, February 6th and February 13th, were on the Crapetta. And uh, I want to know why. Uh, why, was, why was she working on the synthetic? She breathed a mile on the dirt, obviously, to get a feel for the surface. Uh, I'm, I'm not a big fan of that outfit. Um, uh, I rarely have ever bet on horses that come out of that barn. Uh, 0 for 29 here at Gulfstream, uh, plenty of other talent in the race. Uh, I'll be looking elsewhere, Bob. Thank you for your analysis, Toby. TobyCallett.com, we'll, uh, again, we'll be listening to you on Mike's show tomorrow, and we'll talk to you next Saturday. Sounds great. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, John. John, final segment. Now we get to bring in Ed Burgard in our final segment. He didn't get to call races last weekend after all. He's he's backing up Michael Rona, who's on vacation. So stay tuned for the final segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA, home of Angels Baseball. sunshine of my life, yeah. Radio. AM 830.
Racing fans, make plans to join us for one of the biggest days of the year, Santa Anita Handicap Day, this Saturday. It's an experience you'll never forget, as we'll not only have the 86th running of the Big Cap, presented by Yamaha Resort and Casino at a mile and a quarter, we'll have three other graded stakes, including one of America's most important derby preps, the $400,000 San Felipe, the Grade 1 Frankie Kilroe Mile, and the Grade 2 Buena Vista. That's all on Saturday, and we'll also have a mandatory payout with an expected total pool of $3 million in our 20-cent Rainbow Pick 6 jackpot. Come early, first post time for a 12-race card on Big Cap Day is at 12 noon. Also on Big Cap Day, XB Rewards members will receive a free Santa Anita hat, courtesy of Yamava Resort and Casino, and we'll also have a craft beer festival, front-runner buffet, chandelier room party, and our infield family fun zone. Just east of Pasadena in Arcadia, Santa Anita. It's the great race place. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five-furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks, too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back. Final segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Big cap day at Santa Anita. Noon post, 12 races. Uh, no Bob Mazursky on the show today, but his picks are available at todaysracingdigest.com along with all of our handicappers. And uh, let's bring in our final guest, our cleanup hitter, Ed Burgart. Good morning, Ed. 
Okay, we're getting Ed right now. Uh, John Lindo, let's mention uh, Delmar Purse's way up for the summer meet. Tell us about it. Right, Delmar announced purses uh, for this summer will be higher than last year, which were record numbers. Uh, maiden races at Delmar will be $82,000 this summer. The first allowance condition, $83,000. And then you add on the ship and wind bonuses, which will be back in play again. We're going to be running for a lot of money at Delmar this summer. All right, now let's bring in Ed Burgard. Ed, good morning. Hey, Bob. Hey, John. How are you? We're doing well. You guys were canceled last weekend, so um, I don't know. With a, with a lot of time on your hand and no racing and, <laughs> and being shipped out to Los Angeles uh, could be a dangerous thing for, for Ed Burgard. Well, luckily I brought my wife with me, so that's, <laughs> that's going to that's save me. So she's here with me until March the 12th or 13th. I think we, yeah, we race until March 12th, so I'll be filling in for Michael Rona this weekend and next weekend, and uh, great races uh, both tonight and tomorrow. Well, tell us uh, tell us about tonight. First of all, uh, what's your post time? Okay, our post time tonight, I'll have to double-check on that. It's uh, right, right around 6 o'clock, I believe. It might be just a little bit later because Santa Anita's running uh, extra races today. But we've got four trials for the Los Alamitos Oaks and the Denim and Diamonds Handicap that will be run as our final race. And then two trials tomorrow for the El Primero Delano Derby. And our feature will be the Los Alamitos Maiden Stakes. I know we start at 5.15 tomorrow. I think it's around 6.20 tonight, but I'll have to double-check on that. Uh, John Lindo, I know you wanted to ask, Ed, uh, the passing of a longtime trainer, Elmer January, passed away. So, uh, John, you go ahead and step in for a second. Yeah, good morning, uh, Ed. Uh, you know, Elmer January, one of those nuts and bolts guys that were there to fill cards all the time for many, many years at Los Alamitos, uh, passed away this week. And just, I know he was uh, very active while you were at the microphone on a, on a nightly basis at Los Al. Uh, what can you tell us about Elmer January? Well, he sure was. I started back here in 1977. Of course, Elmer was active as a trainer then. Uh, he, enjoyed the, he enjoyed the distance races. He had a horse called Manus Mark that was very effective going out 870 yards, and he had a lot of outstanding horses down the straightaway as well. He's 97 years old, and he was always famous for having all the roosters at his barn if he walked back to the barn area in the morning. So, you know, he was very popular in the backstretch and lived up in the Fresno area, where I'm sure that's where he probably passed. But, uh, a great man. Nobody ever had a bad word to say about him, and he lived a good life up until 97. Not too many people reached that age, so certainly we regret the passing of Elmer, and he was a great asset to uh, horse racing and to Los Alamitos race course. Well, um, Ed, you mentioned uh, the trials tonight, and we want to get a radio pick from you. You're going to have to shake off the rust. You've had an extra week now. <laughs> uh, where do you want to go for your radio selection? I hope the price holds up, and it may not, but I really like Fearless Moon in race number six. I put out a tweet uh, about her terrific workout here when she outworked Jessica uh, Cruz, who's in the same race, and could have outworked it by more than the three-length margin. She galloped out huge, ran fourth in the Rainbow Futurity last year in her last start in July, but won her first out going 400 yards, so I know she can fire fresh. You have the leading rider from last year, Jesus Ayala, board. So Fearless Moon will be my radio play. I think it's post position number seven in race number six. And, Ed, you're, you said you're going to be here through next weekend, correct? Correct. I'll be here tonight and tomorrow, and then I'll be back next uh, Saturday and Sunday. And then Michael, who's enjoying his uh, time off right now in Australia with the family, will be back to complete the rest of the campaign here. So been uh, doing a terrific job for us, as I mentioned last week. So just looking forward to being back up in the booth for the next two weeks and reuniting with a lot of old friends. 
Well, good. Good to have you back, Ed. Thanks for uh, stopping by our show, and uh, I know uh, we'll talk to you again next week then. And uh, we should mention every Sunday night when there's not a pick six carryover, uh, that that money, 10000 gets seeded by the track. So uh, we'll check out the results tonight, Ed, and if, uh, if there's no carryover, uh, we'll look for a, a nice $10,000 bonus tomorrow night. Hey, sure. Well, and with those ten thousand dollar bonuses, the pools generally go around sixty or seventy thousand dollars. So the uh, pool price certainly increases with that bonus. Well, thank you, Ed. We'll talk again. Uh, have a good night out there. All right. Thanks, guys. Well, John, we're about out of time. Uh, if you're going to make it out to the track, uh, this, this is the day to do it. The, the historic big cap goes as the twelfth. Thanks for co-hosting, John. Thanks to Leilani and Jake inside. Mike Wilman's here tomorrow. And stay tuned, Andy Harris on the SoCal Restaurant Show. He's coming up next. Get out to Santa Anita. Support the product. We've got a lot of tickets to cash today. Good luck at the races. Thanks for listening. But Mr. Ed will never speak unless he has something to say. A horse is a horse, of course, of course. And this one will talk to his voice, his horse. You never heard of a talking horse?